Hello, and welcome back. This time around, I'm going to do something a bit different. Today I'm going to be talking about episodes 304 and 305, Helter Skelter and Let It Be, respectively. Um, These two episodes, they're not a two-parter, but they might as well have been. Like, these were shown on separate weeks, but there was a cliffhanger at the end of 304, which is resolved very quickly at the beginning of 305, but there's such a big commonality between the two episodes that it would just be so much cleaner if I talked about both in the same episode. To just say flat out that over the course of these two episodes, Patsy Sewer dies. And just to start off with, I personally am not, I'm not really a fan of Patsy's character, which kind of like colors the rest of (laughs) my thoughts on these episodes. If you were someone who really liked Patsy and was really sad by these episodes and her passing, then maybe you'll be annoyed at (laughs) my feelings or lack thereof with respect to her death. So in the last episode, Jamie did some conniving. He took Patsy's voice and like completely altered it to fit like a very generic-ish sounding song, a song that would be like commercially successful, but wasn't at all Patsy's style. And so she was very upset about that. So the goal for episode 304 was that Jamie approached Patsy and he wanted to make a commercially viable song with her for real. <laughs> like He wasn't going to go behind her back. He wanted to fully collaborate with her. So she was okay with that idea for like three minutes. <laughs> and she spends the rest of episode 304 being uh, just very upset with Jamie and the idea of creating an album in general. So that's really the conflict of the episode. And Jude gets roped into this because Patsy like confides in Jude and runs away with her, kind of, after she like bolts out of G major saying that she won't finish uh, her album or the song that her and Jamie were going to do. So Jude and Patsy spend the day together. Um, They go around to various places. And we finally, after all the time that Patsy's been on the show... Uh, we learn more about her as a person. So she reveals that like her brother um, had problems with heroin. I think they allude that he passed away, but it wasn't super clear. Or maybe I just skipped over that part. Um, <laughs> so we learn more about her. It didn't really occur to me, and maybe I'm, you just have to spoon feed me information, But I think the whole time that Patsy's been on the show, they've been alluding to the fact that she's homeless, which as I think about it, makes a lot of sense. Like there have been plenty of like scenes of her in her car. Jude was always one to refer to her as being like troubled and she needs help. She needs people. She needs this and that. And it kind of hit me like, oh, I think she's homeless. (laughs) So that's another part of Patsy's plight, I guess. So fast forwarding a little bit, Jamie gets the brilliant advice from Tommy, who Jamie hates and has always hated, or strongly disliked at least. And Tommy's like, look, Patsy's mean, and the way to deal with mean people is to be meaner than them. And Jamie's like, oh god, that's 
that's such a great idea. That's just, wow. <laughs> like, he's always disliked this man. And for this to be the one time that he takes his advice, like, okay, I guess. So this is, like, the last thing to make Patsy snap, is that Jamie, taking Tommy's advice, goes to, like, hunt Patsy down because her and Jude are just, like, going around the city to different places. Uh, he hunts Patsy and Jude down and has an ultimatum for Patsy. He says, like, finish the album or the song or we're done. And Patsy's like, okay, that's fine. We're done. <laughs> I obviously have talked about how much I don't really want to do an album. So yeah, we're done. That's fine. And again, this is like the last thing to make her snap. She goes to G major. She is like rifling through all the files and finds like her original record contract and took a lighter to that. And eventually throughout this, Jude and Jamie are both like trying to calm her down, but she's past the point of no return. She's just very distraught beyond helping, beyond saving. And so the last scene of her is her storming out of G major and she gets in her car. I think this was another reason that I wasn't like saddened by her death is the last scene of her. She's in her car. She, <laughs> she has a guitar in her hands. She's playing it with both hands and is like driving with her knee. And while she's playing this guitar while driving, you see her crash into a median. And then that's where episode three or four just stops like that. I guess I should specify. It's like a median under a bridge, if that makes sense. So like right before you enter a bridge and you can see like two distinct sides and then there's like a very tall median, like that's what she crashes into. And then 304 ends with like a to be continued. And then 305, you learn that she passed away. So I want to pause there now that the roadmap has been laid out. So something else I didn't, I didn't realize or I just wasn't paying attention to. So during the whole June Patsy excursion, Patsy is like drinking throughout. And so at the end of the episode, when she gets into the car and is driving while playing a guitar, she's drunk at this point. <laughs> and it just makes, I think, the messaging of the episode kind of confusing. So Patsy is like very troubled for various reasons that the show decided to drop all in episode 304 and nothing before this point. <laughs> so she's obviously very troubled and isn't in a good place. But also she did drive her car drunk while playing a guitar. Like, I don't know how much the show writers envisioned me, like, extending, like, pity towards her character. I don't know. It just made the fact that she was drinking all day, which her character is one that you see her, like, drinking all the time. No one ever uses the word alcoholism, but she's just, she's not in a good place, obviously. And so realizing that on my rewatch was like, oh, that's, oh, that's not good. <laughs> I don't like that. And so that was one of the reasons that the sadness factor just wasn't there for me. I found myself thinking over the course of these two episodes, like the actors are really overacting, <laughs> but I realized they're not overacting. It's just that the show writers want me to be sadder than I am. And so I envision this as overacting, but I'm just really supposed to be sad. Like I'm supposed to be matching the character's energy, but I don't really care that much. And I was trying to think 
in a more broad sense why I didn't like Patsy's character. And I think what it is is that she's just kind of very caricature-y. There's a scene in 304 when it's right before she storms out of G major for the first time. And Jamie is pleading with her, like, we have to finish this song. Like, this is our last shot. And Patsy says, Patsy Sewer never runs out of shots of vodka. And she says it in like this really cringy voice that was just like, I got such a bad secondhand embarrassment from that. But that essentially is kind of what her character has been the whole time. Like, she's been the one to be drunk and be stumbling around and hates the establishment. And it's just, I don't know. I think if the show were to establish some more of like her family background and um, like some more of her struggles earlier on, I think I would have been sadder. But it's just like, it was all thrown into 304 in a way that I think the show writers expected me to be sad. Like they set it up like, ooh, you're, you're going to be sad now, aren't you? Huh? Her brother was on heroin. Aren't you sad? Isn't this so sad? <laughs> like, No, it really wasn't. The scene in the hospital, Degrassi and Instant Star share quite a few sets. So like this hospital is the same one that JT died, same one Jimmy was shot in. And like the moment when the nurse comes out to tell Jude and Jamie that Patsy's gone, I just didn't feel anything about it. <laughs> like this wasn't Jimmy getting shot. This wasn't JT dying. I just didn't feel anything for this character. And so like these two episodes felt very much like a slog for me. It was just a lot to get through and I was <laughs> just kind of waiting for it to be over, frankly. So that's, I've covered 304 to this point. So in 305, you find out very quickly that Patsy's gone and now is the task of her funeral. So Darius sets up a funeral of his own that's uh, going to be held at G major, but also uh, he approaches Jamie and tells him, like, oh, I've already gone ahead and, like, made Patsy's album based on what she had already recorded, uh, which was news to Jamie. And Jamie, throughout episode 305, is just, he's very angry. He's, like, snapping on anybody that tries to talk to him. So Darius comes up with his idea of a funeral. Jude intervenes and says, like, Patsy hated G Major. She would have hated to have her funeral here, she wouldn't have wanted this at all. And she definitely wouldn't have wanted an album made. Like, that was the whole conflict behind her dying, is that she fought <laughs> she fought against this at every juncture. And so Jude, uh, along with Speed, and, like, some of the members, or the people who go to uh, the chain, which is the bar that they're always at, they decide to set up their own funeral. So Jamie, for whatever reason, decides to go to Darius's funeral. And as anyone would have expected, it's just, <laughs> it's completely like a heartless, barely even a funeral funeral. Like it looks more like an album release party than an actual funeral. There are random people walking by. Uh, women are in like cocktail dresses as opposed to like funeral attire. It's not good. And also partially, Jamie's decision to go to Darius's funeral seems to be like a means to spite Jude. And also partially that he does really believe in Patsy's music, even if a lot of people didn't. So the opportunity for it to be like played for other people is 
appealing to him, even if they're not <laughs> really uh, caring about Patsy. He still, first and foremost, wants her music to be out there. So the part about Spiding Jude in, I think it's around halfway through uh, episode 305, Jamie and Jude have a conversation where at one point Jude says, like, Jamie, I know you're angry, but you can't like hold on to this and feel bad about it. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. And Jamie says, yeah, I know it's not my fault. <laughs> and then he kind of lets that linger for a bit. And Jude is like, um, what? <laughs> uh, so Jamie goes on to say, like, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Like, explicitly blaming her for Patsy's death. Which, at the end of the day, it was completely Patsy's doing. It was her actions that led to her death. She got in the car drunk. She tried to play guitar while driving drunk. You know, no one else did that for her. But in three, eh, in 304, when Jude and Patsy are, like, having their day out, Patsy does take a lot of drinks from a flask. <laughs> Jude was with her all day leading up to her death. And at the very moment when Patsy storms out and Jamie is about to, like, go after her, Jude does, like, grab him and stop him and say, like, no, she needs time, let her cool off, etc. But also, that doesn't mean that he would have successfully gotten to her in time or that Patsy would have listened to him. So no, I don't think it is Jude's fault or Jamie's fault that Patsy died. But it is one of those things like Jamie did have a chance to intervene and so it could feel like, oh, it's Jude's fault because she didn't let me intervene. But again, ultimately, Patsy's decision, he shouldn't bear the weight of her choices. And as far as the A-plot for episodes 304 and 305 goes, that's really everything. Like I said, they devoted both of these episodes to Patsy, and that's why I thought it made sense to just cover them all in the same episode, so I didn't have to go back and forth between, like, oh, I'll talk about it next week, I'll talk about it next week, etc. So, the B-plot for both 304 and 305 is like a Sadie Quest-Tommy plot. So at this point, I don't think Sadie and Quest are a couple. They kissed at the end of 302, but then we just didn't really talk about it in 303, so now we're circling back. We get a brief scene where Sadie and Quest are like eating lunch or something, and Sadie just casually, and by casually, I mean not at all casually, uh, brings up the fight where Tommy punched Quest in episode 302. And so she's trying to be coy and like, hey, what? What happened? What were you guys talking about? Why, why did he hit you? And Quest doesn't want to talk about it because, as a reminder, uh, Tommy punched Quest after he said something about Jude. The fight wasn't about Sadie at all. It kind of started that way, but the reason that Tommy was driven to violence was by Quest saying something about Jude and not Sadie. The whole thing is that Sadie thinks that the fight was completely about her, and so she wants the deets because <laughs> this is like, I don't know. I think Tommy's whole macho man thing has just always been attractive to Sadie. I don't know how much I've mentioned this uh, in past episodes, but no matter what like the plot has been when Sadie's been in a scene, there have been quite a few cuts of her just like staring at Tommy from afar. Like, and it's never talked about in the past episodes. Like, I think episode 301 and 302 had a scene where it was just her at the receptionist desk and she was just like looking at Tommy from afar while he was like talking to someone else. 
so the show obviously wants you to think that he is very much on Sadie's mind still. But also maybe Sadie and Quest are a couple. Maybe they're not. Maybe it's just one kiss. Who knows? So uh, at some point, I think it's in 305, Portia like intervenes with Quest. Like she's taken notice too that Sadie has been like ogling Tommy and still like wants to talk about him and is still involved emotionally with him. And so Portia puts the bug in Quest's ear like, you should, what's she say? Like you should stop coveting things that Tommy has, like Sadie's heart. And this like gets the fire going under Quest to like actually um, like pursue her and make a move. Cause like I said, are they a couple at this point? It doesn't seem like it. So in three, I'm trying to think, or I think Portia said that part about coveting in 304. So in episode 304, Tommy, who does still kind of like actively manipulate Sadie emotionally. (laughs) So he goes up to the reception's desk and is like, Sadie, Bella, Sadie. Um, Because I guess the thing, one of the things they share is that they both speak Italian kind of. And they like went on that trip back when they were dating at the beginning of season two to Europe for a little bit. Anyway, Tommy approaches Sadie and says like, I have a meeting with this Italian band or something, but my Italian isn't great. Yours is really good, so can you come with me to, like, this lunch meeting and translate? And that's where he's doing, like, the Bella Sadie, Bella Sadie, like, he's trying to manipulate her, and it works. So she goes and does that, and I think that's at the point when Portia says, like, stop coveting Sadie, because Tommy's still in the picture, kind of. Anyway, really the whole plot resolves in 305 with Quest, like, taking control of the situation, and he kisses Sadie again. And it's still not clear if they're actually <laughs> dating at this point. He like gets her a rose and then kisses her in front of Tommy to like assert his dominance, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> but again, are they a couple right now? Maybe. I guess I'm supposed to infer that Quest has successfully <laughs> claimed his woman, I guess. I don't know. So that's really all that happens with the B-plot across episodes 304 and 305. Oh, also for the B-plot, there is like brief conflict where in 305, Patsy's died at this point and Quest like isn't really reacting to it. At least that's what Sadie says. And so she's kind of like badgering him about like, hey, you need to process your grief. You need to, let's talk about it. How do you feel? Are you feeling sad? You're not really emoting to this. Like what's going on? And Quest is like, just let me feel how I feel in my own way, which I mean- Patsy was, like, his colleague for (laughs) a few weeks, maybe. Like, he doesn't really have a reason to feel sad about her passing. And so, like, when this minor B-plot came up, I was also confused about, like, why should Quest be so emotive about her passing? But that's really everything that happens in both episode 304 and 305. So... (laughs) In usual fashion, it is time for the song and episode ratings. It's going to be kind of clunky because I put two episodes together. Because they were really so similar, even across the A and B plot, I'm just going to give a song and episode rating for like the combined episodes. So the songs for this time around, the first one was Shooting Star, which was more prominent in episode 303, but I think it just worked better to include it in this episode because it was like a catalyst for some of the events happening. So like I mentioned uh, when I talked about episode 303, I like this song a lot. 
I really love the actress's version of the song, which unfortunately isn't on the soundtrack. Like, you can only hear it in the episode. And then the second song is called Darkness Around the Sun. It's an okay song. It's fine as far as ballads go. The context of the song is like, as Jude and Patsy's day out is like winding down, Patsy plays a song for Jude. It's not one that she played at G major, like it's just a special song that she always had. And it's fine. It's like a generic ballad. (laughs) It's one of those songs that has like lyrical imagery that's just like very vaguely hopeful and inspiring and like you could have dragged and dropped this into any (laughs) like similar type of plot like it's nothing really specific to like patsy if that makes sense like it's a beautiful song but again i don't learn anything new by having it in this episode i don't it didn't make me feel additionally sad i guess that's what i'm trying to say so overall across both songs i would average it out The second song tracks it down, which is unfortunate. But across the two episodes, I'll go 6 out of 10 for the songs. The episode ratings, like I said, my perception of these two episodes is dragged down a bit by the fact that I just don't care enough about Patsy as a character. And I'm careful not to say that I don't like her character. It's just that she doesn't resonate with me. And like the character work for Patsy's tenure in the season, or in the series rather, was just thrown into 304 so that I could feel sad in 305. But I didn't because I see through (laughs) them shoving all of Patsy's backstory into the episode immediately preceding her death. So I wasn't sad and the episodes would have hit different if I was sad about Patsy dying. But again, didn't resonate with me, didn't hit like it was supposed to. And the B-plot was like, meh, it was whatever. So across both episodes, I'd give them 4 out of 10? I feel like I give a lot of 4 out of 10s. Anything less than 4 seems like very harsh. But yeah, I wouldn't watch these again without... (laughs) I wouldn't do it of my own volition. So yeah, I'll go 4 out of 10 for the episode ratings. I see what they were trying to do. It just didn't hit for me. So that's my hedge against giving it a lower rating. So with the song average rating of 6 out of 10 and the episode average rating of 4 out of 10, episodes 304 and 305 of Instant Star, for me, get an average of 5 out of 10 fishbowls. <laughs> One of Patsy's last antics in these episodes is they're at a sushi restaurant and she like goes up to the fish tank and just like fishes out a goldfish, dines and dashes with... <laughs> with this place's goldfish and then she buys a little uh fishbowl for him and names him it names it leonard cohen and that's one of the like last things they do to commemorate patsy's memory is to release this little goldfish into like a lake the same lake where they dump her ashes so yes five out of ten fishbowls <laughs> so that is it for the episode And next time, we will jump into 306 and 306 only. (laughs) All right. I'll see you all then. Bye. 